At Kroger, shopping with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. Same low prices, deals, and rewards on the same high-quality items. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. On another exciting episode of the Animation Deliberation Podcast, we have our sights set on a crosshair episode of Bad Batch. We're going to talk about that and much more about right these ads we have no control over. Your challenge, if you choose to accept it, is this. Let's go! Let's go! Show up on day one, work out with us for 30 minutes, feel good right away. Yo! Repeat five days a week for three weeks. Three weeks? Five workouts a week. We're a body, and we call that a body block. You pick the block, and you're going to love the experience. On week four... This part is really important. Take the week off. Seriously, we mean it. Rest. Go on vacation. Or try something new. Maybe some yoga. Notice you're not holding on to any tension here. Or a dance class. Get sexy with it, daddy. You do you. And then start again. Be committed to this process. Choose a new body block each month. Get a new challenge each month. Have fun every day. Avoid burnout. You're not going to quit on yourself today. This is how you reach your goals. You win? There is nothing that we can't do if we work together. Sign up for your first body block today. Visit body.com for a free trial. That's B-O-D-I.com. Are you ready to get started? Hang on tight. We don't know how this one's going to go, but sing along if you know the words. A one, two, three, it's time for animation deliberation a conversation and a celebration of our favorite action animated series yeah 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 welcome back to another episode <laughs> of animation deliberation the podcast where we take action animation seriously and obviously not too seriously we are your hosts i am zahara lee i am andrew rogers Joining us is one of the hosts of our sibling podcast, Source Pages, Ms. Haley Hobbs. How are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. My ears aren't bleeding at all from Andrew's singing. <laughs> I'm so uh, sorry. Song. I'm just kidding. You did a great job. And, you know, I declined, so. You <laughs> smartly you. declined because, yeah, realizing five <laughs> seconds before the recording that I had to sing it in the Star Wars fashion was not. Not helping anyone. <laughs> you pulled through very well, though. I'll give amazing. you props for that. Thank you, thank you. All right, we are back with another episode of Animation Deliberation. Uh, Scoots is not here today because he has missions to attend to in a galaxy far, far away. So we are happy to have Haley fill in because as we were talking yesterday, this was an incredible episode. We have a lot of good things to talk about. Before we continue, what are you guys up to with Source Pages? Well, we're doing a lot of crazy things at Source Pages, including reading all 100 plus issues of Secret Wars, including nice. every tie-in. So we have done two weeks of that, and this week, this coming week, we're going to take a break from that with our friend Andrew over here. We're going to talk some Shazam comics for that uh, interesting looking movie that's coming out, and then uh, <laughs> we'll maybe go back to Secret Wars. It just depends on what Marvel decides to do with their shows, because they're just kind of like leaving us hanging yeah because at some point you have to uh get ready for secret invasion right yes and we we talked about reading all of secret wars or all of secret invasion and we decided to go for secret wars so we will yeah. not be reading it's like 80 plus issues of secret invasion so yeah just, it's awesome I, we're having a great time 
I just want to know where you guys came up with the crazy idea of reading a hundred plus issues and covering all of them. Because like I was thinking about reading it all to get ready for the movie, but you actually like dedicating it is an impressive feat. Uh, the beautiful brain of Brian V. Klein, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the good news is that source pages reads these comics so that you don't have to. So if you guys Absolutely. want the information for anything coming up in Marvel, Star Wars, DC, and whatever other additional projects they decide to add on check out source pages a reading collective anywhere you find your podcast and now on to star wars very exciting episode we've had our arcs with this season about the meh episodes and how the good ones are really good and we wish all of them would stay that way we got some feedback that we're going to read off and then we'll hit you with the synopsis and tell you what we think so Andre Sparks wrote into us with our first feedback email here. Hey guys, just watched Bad Batch episode 12, and that had to be the most heartbreaking episode I've seen of this show. Like showing what happened to the clones is something I never thought we'd see, and now I'm just heartbroken. I can't wait to hear your theory on this doctor and how the show will end. Keep up the good work. Andre Sparks. And as always, if you guys want to share your thoughts, animation... I cannot talk today... <laughs> animation deliberation podcast at gmail.com or slide into our dms on facebook and instagram animation deliberation or animation delib one on twitter so this is season two episode 12 the outpost we're gonna hit you with the synopsis crosshair is assigned to lieutenant nolan and travels to a remote imperial outpost on barton four under the command of a clone named mayday the outpost is attacked, and two cargo crates containing classified cargo are stolen. Nolan orders Crosshair and Mayday to retrieve the stolen cargo. The two clones eliminate the raiders and find the stolen cargo, which is Stormtrooper armor, but an avalanche forces the two clones to abandon the mission. Mayday is fatally injured, and Crosshair carries him to the outpost, but Nolan refuses to provide a medic for Mayday, who succumbs to his injuries. Fed up with Nolan's arrogance and disrespect of the clones, Crosshair kills Nolan before losing consciousness. Later, he wakes up in a Mount Tantus medical room where Amir Carr orders him to cooperate with her if he wants to survive as he undergoes a procedure. So we talk about kind of the ups and downs of the show and episodes like this make me want them to have a spinoff crosshair show, but then they would probably just put a bunch of useless stuff in there that would piss me off. So I'm glad that they gave this isolated crosshair episode. It was fantastic. It's everything I love about the Bat Batch as a show. And I, I think it held to how much we liked episode three of the season two, which was I thought was the first episode that like really perked my ears up. Uh, as usual, we talk about how great the sound design and lighting is, but the story, the emotion, the intensity, all of it was incredible. I loved every second of this episode. I'm not sure I have a bad thing to say about it. Uh, Haley, you want to share with the people uh, how you texted me <laughs> once you saw your favorite scene this episode? <laughs> Yeah, the whole um, ending part. Gosh, Crosshair has been through it at this point, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah. And he's really starting to look like it, too. He's really gaunt. Uh, he's thin. He's He doesn't sound good. He doesn't have the same kind of snottiness to his voice. And so to see, you know, such a unbeatable clone beaten down like he was, and mm -hmm. then that, can I curse on your podcast? Sure. Go ahead. That shithead mofo i just i edited myself on that one nolan <laughs> i was like 
I texted you and I said, please tell me Crosshair pops a cap in this guy's ass. <laughs> and then later, I was like, yes, kill him. <laughs> I, I don't condone violence. Let me just say that. <laughs> However, that guy had it coming. <laughs> Honestly, I usually don't root for it. It's like, okay, get this person out of the picture. This is the first time I was like, Crosshair, just shoot the guy. Like, get literally just kill him. I don't care anymore. So that, yeah, I agree. To have that happen was such a such a moment of triumph for all of us but Haley how have you been feeling about the whole season not just this episode I'm really curious um I don't know if you've been listening along with us I wouldn't blame you if you haven't but we haven't been the most positive over the past couple weeks so I'm curious are you in the same roller coaster with us of course I've been listening to you first of all (laughs) how dare you even pretend like I wouldn't um I've been more uh, I know you guys kind of have the spectrum here on your podcast with the three of you and Andrew I tend to fall in line more with your your viewpoint of the show Um, I know Zoo's gripe is that it's episodic but it's an episodic show and so I don't (laughs) mind it because it it does remind me of the Clone Wars a lot there are some real stinkers in the Clone Wars let's not act like there aren't um, and there's been a couple, you know, they're like, okay, that was nice. Don't need to watch that one again. Um, and then there's been, you know, this one and the, the episode of last week's and the beginning stuff that was also good. And of course I loved all the episodes where they focused on tech cause he's my favorite, um, just like Scotty's, but overall I have enjoyed the, um, focus on, it, it's been very focused on the individual clones of the bad batch right here's omega she's growing up through she's like what a teenager now at this point maybe maybe give or take and look what she's going through and what she's gone through and how she's dealing with that is hard right and so i think that that's been their main focus of the series this season at least that's how i'm interpreting it and then how she relates to each of the bad batch members Not so much Hunter, which we saw her relate with a lot in the first season, and not so much Wrecker, but with Echo, who she terribly misses now, and with Tech, who everyone complains he's not emotional enough, but Omega connects with him now, and she understands his emotions. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that's what they've been doing most of the season, and that's why I don't really have a big gripe with it, because I like that kind of thing. But yeah, this episode was like, killer. The big thing with the comparison to Clone Wars is something that I've really thought about. And I think the reason that it bothers me more on this than it ever did with Clone Wars is because Clone Wars was like more Disney XD at the time and they had these really long seasons. So it made sense to kind of have those filler episodes because you know that you're getting a lot of content. But when we knew that this was going to be like 8 to 12 episodes, it irked me a little bit knowing that they were keeping it short and they were going to keep it 15 to 20 minutes. And that when it comes to stuff like that, filler episodes bother me a little bit. And I I do get the, the character development and this and that, but there is a part that's just kind of like, like, are, are we making the best use out of the time that we have in a sense? Yeah. And it could be, I've said this like early, maybe episode four or five, where if they if if the stuff that we saw that I thought was filler and episodic pans out to something and I watch it again and I'm like, they did a really good job of setting that up, it'll be worth it. But in regards to like a weekly, you know, trying to make sure I watch this as soon as possible, 
that's where like a little bit of the disappointment has been here and there. And I absolutely loved last week's episode. I was actually surprised the way that it ended, that they actually deviated from the team. I thought it was going to be a continuation. So now I'm even more excited that we had two incredible stories that have future consequences that come to it. So I was like, Ooh, when are the, when is this going to tie in now? Yeah. Cause like now, now we're building something. Now it's like, keep, keep that steam train rolling. Cause I'm, I'm excited to see where the last three, maybe three or four episodes I think is left where those are going to go. Because now like we crosshair is an antagonist that works with villains. He's not necessarily a villain himself. And this is the first episode that's really kind of reminded us of that in a sense, because there is humanity. There is like, nobody knows who's a good guy and who's a bad guy right now. Cause for the empire, the rebels are the bad guys to the rebels, the empire, are the bad guys um, to us, the empires are always the bad guys. But like in the world of star Wars, people don't know that yet. So the fact that Crosshair had to disobey orders for the first time and like truly see that, like it's sad how he had to experience it. Like it sucks enough that he lost his brothers in the Bad Batch, but the clones themselves were always his brothers too. So to see what his essentially friends and family are going through to the scale that the Empire doesn't even care if they die off is really heartbreaking. And I just, I can't give enough credit to the writers for just how well done this episode was. I think it's funny, Zoo, that you and I always get to the same place, but in different ways, because I see what you're saying. And like, yes, I want to get to that end result, too. But Dave Filoni is a master of building worlds, just like yeah. George Lucas was. And all the things that you're wanting to get to, we wouldn't be able to without some of these, albeit, you know, slow episodes. Yeah. Some even in the first season, some even from the Clone Wars, like Zillow Beast, Hala, you know, and it's... <laughs> uh. And so it's, I, I see what you're saying because I agree with you, but we're just, we're coming at it from such different ways. And I love that because yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'd love that that's the diversity of thought when you're watching this kind of yeah. thing. And yeah. we talk about like weird gray area. That's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Neither of us have to be right or wrong in how we feel about this. And that's why we're cordial here. It's a deliberation, not an argument. Um, <laughs> but yeah. the name of the podcast. It is. Come on. <laughs> I, I do think at the end of the day, the first season just kind of left a bad taste in our mouths that those filler episodes were just filler episodes. Like not many of those middle ones paid off for many things. Whereas this season, it feels like there's a lot more of those things that are, the pieces are coming together. And like, I already have my thoughts about what this doctor's going to do to crosshair. And I think it was set up earlier in the season. So I do think there's a lot of those things that it's like, oh, this is going to make sense at the end of the day. But like you said, it's Filoni. Like my single favorite story arc in Clone Wars is Domino Squad. And that arc took place over like two seasons. Like they didn't come out in chronological order. They did them completely randomly. And then it turned out to be the like, again, my favorite story in that entire show. So there is always that hope of, you know, we're going to double back on things. We're going to make them make sense. But yeah, I think it's just a time will tell, but I, I don't blame Zuhair retrospectively when he lost hope two weeks ago and was like, Nope, I give up. I can't do this. And then him coming back is not like, ah, you're crawling back. It's like, Oh no, they actually gave, you know, what rebellions are built on. They gave you hope finally. <laughs> nice pull. <laughs> I'm making it up all as I go. You could see that there was something happening there, but I didn't know what it was either. (laughs) 
plan things on this podcast since when? <laughs> no, never. Why would we plan out who's going to say what when? <laughs> no, then it wouldn't be a deliberation, though. No, not at all. So, yeah, I, I thought it was really interesting also to just remember how good of people the clones are to a fault in this episode because the first thing that i thought when they popped open those containers and it was stormtrooper armor and gear that they could have been using this whole time was like if that was a human being those crates were getting opened like two days after they arrived on the planet just like ooh, i wonder what this is there's nobody here to keep track of us so the fact that they were still following orders enough and it was to their own fall at the end of the day just layers that in so much harder than the fact that the empire didn't care but the fact that they were trying to still be the best soldiers they could be good soldiers follow orders yeah that good Mm -hmm. soldiers follow orders line it it's layered right when we first start to hear it it's when a clone is uh chip is miss misfiring in his brain basically and it's something sinister and here when mayday says it it's something sad because like you said, it could have helped them, but he was following his orders because he's a good soldier, and and it, it was the end for him in the end. I mean, according to Rex, their stuff is pretty crappy compared to what the clones got, so would it have helped? Better than uh, rags, okay. which is what he's wearing. <laughs> Side note, can we talk about how great Mayday's beard looked? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. I get that he as has, an like, animation the but... going. <laughs> and they have like so many different looks, but the second that his helmet came out, I was like, damn! <laughs> yeah, no, the that... good looking one in uh the first season in the um Hera Sandula episodes. Oh, what was his name? Oh, was it Wolf? Uh, Hauser. Hauser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quit making these clones so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they draw you in, Haley. My eyes were glued to the screen. I didn't want to watch anything else this week. It was great. <laughs> I'm already in Faloney. <laughs> Uh, yeah, his haircut was on point. But yeah, sure. I definitely love the beard of this. His introduction with Nolan being like, you're supposed to be guarding this outpost. What are you doing? It's like, oh, sorry, everyone died. We've been asking for help. Yeah. We're not really getting anything. And then the fact that they didn't want to like allocate resources to get the cargo that they wanted. It's like, nah, just the two of you should be fine. Don't mess it up. Yeah, Nolan really... Oh made me think this week because my one of my first thoughts at the end of this episode was wow the empire hires the worst people like i think you legitimately have to be an asshole to get hired by them and then i suck but then i actually took a step back and really like and this might be digging way too deep into it but this is where my mind went that like it shows the fundamental flaw of the empire is that you have to be a dirty cut and a cheat in order to move your way up the ranks, because how many of them are killing each other? How many of them are selling each other out and getting the other ones sent to prison so that they can get the next promotion? Like it's just so built on lies and corruption and flaws. Like no wonder this guy is at the top and in command. And it was just like, I don't know why it took this to be the weird revelation of that's how we got here, but it was just a complete blow me out of the water moment of like it, it's set up without ever speaking the words and that's super cool it's a little more accurate to real life mm-hmm. oh it's extremely accurate it's extremely <laughs> yeah. accurate you look at the scenes uh at the isb and andor and how cutthroat it is and how backstabby it is and it's like yeah. that's corporate america right there yes it is 
But I do think it's interesting because a lot of the time when they were showing the Senate, there was still corruption, but it was a little bit more idealized. Whereas this is full on, you can't do anything right or you're going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Politicians and military. Pretty, <laughs> pretty on point. Man, especially having um, Nolan kind of being like the fresh officer too. Mm-hmm. When he was like, oh, I'm commander. It's like. Oh, but I'm in charge. You listen to me. It's like, how how many missions have you been on? How many have you led? Yeah. Go do your job. It's like, yeah. Oh yeah, I've I've heard those stories. Just the simple line of "you're not in uniform" told you everything uh, you needed uh, to know about the character. Uh, what a douche. He's a oh shiny. My God, this- just talking about him just makes me smile with how he died over and over again. I know. Again. It was, it, I mean, it wasn't quite violent enough, but at least he's dead. <laughs> I think it was the fact that he saw it coming. Like, Crosshair could have shot him in the back, okay. but That's instead true. he let him turn around. You got to see the look in his eyes, and then Crosshair shot. Like, that's that's kind of cold. That's I mean, it was Crosshair. Really cold. It was... <laughs> <laughs> literally and figuratively Ah, cold ah, ah. (laughs) and that felt that cold the environment was so well done which i know you guys have been talking about all season and uh but man when they were like digging when he was digging mayday out of the avalanche i was like oh it's not just because it's cold in my basement it's just cold (laughs) in general (laughs) when they were sitting behind the rock and crosshair was like shivering the whole time like trying to keep him close i was like dude There was a lot of diversity with the music in this, too. Like, when they were fighting together, changing to when they were, you know, trying to get it out of the avalanche. And then the music just, when Crosshair was contemplating, like, what to do when he's thinking, do good soldiers follow orders at that point. Like, we we always acknowledge the, the music and the sound design, but I, I feel like the diversity of the music was very unique. Yes. Episode. Yeah, they played a lot with emotion. And then, as always, you know, we point out the music, but the lack of music, you know, shouted just as loud right after the avalanche when he was trying to dig him out. There was zero. You just heard him panting and breathing and digging through the snow. And like, I didn't expect him to pull Mayday out. I thought it was just the end in that moment. Well, yeah, he doesn't want to carry dead weight. Mm, oh, the foreshadowing of that sure was too to much. Your watch. Oh. It hurt. This show is so good. (laughs) (laughs) I think the sound design was probably super intentional because this is a pivotal moment for Crosshair, right? He's changing his mind. He's he's not doing this anymore. He's done. And I'm sure that that had a lot to do with the changes that they decided to make for his music and the music and sound in general. Yeah, there. it sounded almost like there were two scores crossed when he was making his decision, so I'm wondering if that was, like, the regular Sinister one with some sort of Season 1 or, like, Bad Batch group kind of mixed together to be like, oh, he's got to figure things out now, which, mm-hmm. I mean, we love that storytelling, but... Yeah, I mean, we've talked a lot about the avalanche, but the scene where the avalanche happened, I feel like that was just them flexing on us with the animation. Like, the fact that they had that overhead scene in the mountains where it hung there for, like, 10 seconds so you could take it in, I was just like, yeah, this is stunning. Like, I want this as a poster on my wall. This is one of the most... We say this every week, it seems like, but this is the most beautiful episode that they've done. Somehow, some way. 
reminded me of Mulan. Ooh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's a good yeah. call. That is high definition Mulan. <laughs> high def, but I do. I feel like not that the animation went down over the last couple weeks, but I feel like they put a lot of the budget here. Like this kind of felt crisper, and I don't know if it was because of the lack of color and snow that it felt like it, not so much and en- that any of the movement changed, but just like all of the edges seem so clean on everything. And I'm wondering if that's just a color contrast thing more than an actual like animation thing. I think it is impressive to get depth with just white because you have to pay attention to flurries and how the wind is flowing and stuff like that. So I, I get that this stood out in uniqueness, but I don't think that any episode so far has been lacking per se. I think this was just different as opposed to being in a cave with a very precise like lantern glow there have been lots of times in all the episodes this season where you do think you're looking at real life it truly doesn't look like animation in this one it was when mayday was um tamping down the the mine that crosshair stepped on his hands doing that like i thought this just looks like real life this is absolutely insane I forgot about that scene. That was so well done. Like, I was on the edge of my seat during that. Mm-hmm. Like, like you we know knew... he's going to be fine. But what's happening? It's but like, I'm just going to go behind the walls. Like, you don't believe your plan? And it was like, no, I believe in it. Just not stupid. I'm going to count to three. If I don't hear a boom, it worked. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <so good. laughs> oh, yeah. the dark humor of somebody who's just accepted that they've lost it all is just the best dialogue. Like, I feel so sorry for them, but I love every bit of their dialogue. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. Mayday. R.I.P. Mayday. They gave him all of the uh, doubt that Crosshair needed to hear about the Empire and about what's going on. And it's it's kind of like, Zoo, I think you and I were talking about this earlier, earlier today, when somebody else says it, other than the people close to you. Mm-hmm. It resonates with you more. And for some yeah. reason, with Mayday, that's what happened with Crosshair plus yeah. his death and stuff but he was planting those seeds in him the whole time it wasn't yeah. just that he died that crosshair decided this probably isn't for me and it's even funnier in this scenario because he literally has the same face and voice as hunter but for some reason it resonated more mm-hmm. with mayday <laughs> it was the beard it was the beard wrecker's <laughs> got a girl beard man with a beard <laughs> uh. i gotta grow mine out maybe angel will respect me a little more from time to time <laughs> maybe oh, maybe faith nice full full one yeah well my problem was that i got a new trimmer and I accidentally kept the setting too low so i accidentally shaved most of it off the other day but it's been a week so it's mostly back <laughs> great commentary for a audio only podcast format <laughs> he's telling hey, follow the, the instagram maybe i'll post a picture of my beard just for you guys just just for following how many followers do I have? Should I set sure a goal? Like if we get sure. a certain amount, I'll put selfies up of my beard. Uh, write into us if you want to see Zuhair's beard. At, uh... <laughs> this is definitely that audience. <laughs> it I might mean, be for all we know. My one TikTok of me shaving my beard got 10,000 views in like a week. So what? <laughs> I'm not kidding. This is why I'm not downloading TikTok. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> 
The algorithm gives you what you want, Haley. It's perfect. I believe you, Andrew. <laughs> How about that? Uh. <laughs> All right. So we have two episodes in a row with creepy researchers. How do we feel about the end of that episode? It's the same group of researchers, correct? Like we saw this doctor in the other episode taking orders from the main doctor, Jimmy Simpson there. Love his voice. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Simpson was great. Um, But yeah, it's it's the same group. And I'm really curious what like like I said, I have my guesses as to what they could be doing, but. I don't know if it lines up with the fact that they have the like head of the cloning there. Like that's what's really throwing me for a loop is are they trying to clone Crosshair again? Like, as you said, he's gone. He's getting old. Is this really what you want to use for like more soldiers in a way? Or or like, yeah, what are we trying to do? Well, if they're trying to get Omega as well, maybe it's like taking the best of both. Making a version of that the dexterous skill and then the mental and physical capabilities of someone younger. What do you mean by the first part? Would you like, say dexterous skill? Like Crosshair's pretty dexterous. I mean, yeah, he could hit a target from two miles away. Yeah. Off a mirror. Like that's, it's pretty good. Sorry. I just never heard that word before. So I was trying to get more context out of it. Uh, dexterity, like mobility, ah, quick movement. Yes. Dexterous. Gotcha. I learned word today. Um, but I was thinking more of like, because the, the the value in Omega is she's just kind of like the pure genetic code that they need to make more clones, right? Like, that's her value. But we they still don't want to make know... more clones. Yeah, we also still know so little about Omega. I think they don't want to mass produce clone. I think they still need lackeys with chips in their brains. We also still need a way to clone Palpatine. Right. That's, I think, the true goal with all of the cloning at this point. I think Crosshair's there just to draw the Bad Batch in so they can draw Omega in so they can get Nala Say to do her Mm. thing. Because that was the setup in the last episode. So are they going to mind wipe him and um, draw them in that way? Are they going to pretend to be torturing him while really torturing him and bring them in that way i don't know but i think he's just going to be i think he's kind of going to be the MacGuffin to get the rest of them to come simply because they want omega to motivate nala say so, i've been wondering where the crossover was going to happen and i like that so my guess is not only are they going to go to save him they're going to have to fight him um, they're going to turn him if we remember the like assassin clone that bit down in the electric cyanide from earlier in the season, I think we're turning Crosshair into another one of those. And now there's going to be something that has to happen, some sort of confrontation of like, what did you do to our boy? Um, And how that goes down. That's kind of my guess, but yeah, it's the, it's the cloning part that it still feels like we're all just kind of like shows back up. So they have now say to clone and like nothing else beyond that. But I don't know. I don't know if I want them to, wipe him or to keep him the same and he gets to reunite with them and be redeemed i want a second i can't decide and it doesn't matter because they'll do whatever they want yeah i also think i can't decide at the end of the day because as much as we've talked about the stakes aren't super high that the batch are gonna die 
we never see nor hear anything about the Bad Batch ever again. So they all could potentially die at like any given point. So they could also retire. But I'm just like, there is that weird, uh, they could just kill any of them off. They could say, oh, we're going to give them a redemption arc. And then they show up and Crosshair's dead. Like there's, there's all sorts of weird options when it comes to that side of things too. There's also always the potential that Omega survives and we see her in live action somehow with Boba Fett for some reason. That's the one character that I'm surprised has not shown up in the show. Like my fingers are crossed for Hondo showing up, but I'm surprised that we haven't seen a Boba Fett. I'm okay with not seeing him. Yeah, I'd be interested to see how they would put him in. It would feel very contrived. They're kind of the same age, right? Same age. We don't know that. I mean, we don't know that for sure, do we? I mean, if you just think about like the age Boba Fett was at the end of Clone Wars versus how old Omega is at the start of Bad Batch. Because I do know there was like a deleted scene from the last season of Clone Wars where it was like Boba Fett versus Cad Bane and like I think a bunch of the clones were there to witness it so in my head it's just like oh they're holding that in their back pocket somewhere of like well he's got to do it at some point yeah I don't need it but I'd be interested to see like how they would do something like that but that would be funny if it was just Book of Boba and just old Omega comes in to see old it would be kind of it would be kind of fun yeah I mean we also have the live action no we don't Ahsoka there's Ahsoka. For some reason, I thought there was a Rebels live action happening, but I don't know. Yeah, Ahsoka. We it's win. in yeah, Ahsoka. True. <laughs> that's, that's true. So yeah, maybe there's something You're there as well. Not going to be looking for Ezra. <laughs> was it last week that the Pergils... Oh, that was Mandalorian. Never mind. Yeah, that, that's exactly oh, what I was about to so bring exciting. up. And I was like, yeah, that little that little Rebels uh, Easter egg that was in the first episode of Mandalorian so made me so happy. I, I was like, wait a minute. Amazing. I know what those are. It was the Leonardo DiCaprio meme, but it had Ezra's head on Leo's body pointing at the Pergil. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. That's <laughs> great. That Leonardo DiCaprio meme is just perfect for all occasions of watching any property these days. Where It's just like, Easter egg, I got that one. There it is. It's very versatile. It's very dexterous. <laughs> <laughs> now you're making me question if it's actually a word and I like it spouted it word. off. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Haley. <laughs> I assure you. <laughs> this is what happens when you leave us to our own vices is the three of us never know which one of us is actually correct on anything. <laughs> if only there were something out there that could help you know. Yeah, like, texting you. <laughs> if you don't know, then I Google. <laughs> I, know, the re- I feel so like special to be held up next to Google. <laughs> yeah. The reason we don't have video, Haley, is because they would see the amount of time there's one of us frantically Googling the answer to a question when one of the other people asks. (laughs) You don't have to be frantic. You just, like, slyly do it on your cell phone. You know, like... "Mm." (laughs) I've kind of given up on that. Sometimes, like, I just want a louder keyboard just to be like, I'm doing this for you, listeners. I can do it. I got the mechanical keyboard right under the microphone. We can make it happen. But then the ones who actually email us and like give us the corrections and stuff, I'm like, I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for being that invested. Yes. The Andres, the TJs, the Fabians of the world. Thank you. 
Thank you for being our support <laughs> system. <laughs> it's hard to remember things. I've learned this now in doing these podcasts. I'm like, it's really hard to remember things on the fly sometimes. You might know something inside and out, and yeah. the moment comes and you're like, oh, podcast amnesia is a thing. <laughs> it, it is truly a thing. The minute you're in front of the microphone, like, all things go out the window. There was stuff that like I wanted to talk about last week with the Demon Slayer movie, and I was just like, nope, never came up, never talked about it. Was a big point that I had like ready to go. No, that was like know. my friend Ryan's podcast I was on. We were talking about Ant Man, and at the beginning it. we were like, oh, we're going to talk about Modok, and then we totally forgot. <laughs> 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 and at the end we were like, oh, quick uh, about Modok, yeah, cool, <laughs> awesome. You want to plug that podcast while you're at it? Yeah, what was it? Yeah, that is Across the Bifrost, the Mighty Thor podcast. My friend Ryan Doze is a Thor enthusiast in his words, and he's very knowledgeable about the comics and all things uh, Thor-related. He's also had some amazing guests on his show, like Michael Giacchino, who, if you don't know who Michael Giacchino is, he has scored tons of Marvel properties and many other things as well, and he did Werewolf by Night as the director. And he also has a great interview with Jason Aaron, who wrote um, the Mighty Thor. He created the character of Jane Foster as the Mighty Thor, and he's written tons of Thor comics and Avengers comics. So, yeah, please go give Ryan some love. He's got a lot going on over there, and he's a great podcaster. I just want the listeners to know I'm watching Andrew do his frantic Google that we just mentioned. I'm like, (laughs) I'm following it right now because I was like, wait, he actually interviewed Giacchino? What in the world? Like, so yeah, Yeah. this is me going to listen to that because we are, it's one of those friends of the podcast. I follow all of the things from the Animation Deliberation account to make sure that we can reshare, but my podcast yeah. feed is really backed up so uh he just You'll jumped like it, Andrew, very he's much a lot of up. comic book writers and artists as and, guests and that's the thing i i've listened to a couple of them i just don't like cycle through so i need to really double back now I you dirty casual you i am the filthiest of casuals <laughs> <laughs> scuzzy <laughs> uh I, I just think of scum and villainy like just star wars words They didn't exist before George Lucas nope, pinned they them. They didn't. But I don't know why scum and Star Wars like really go together in my head. I, I can't tell you why. Well, it's a wretched hive of scum and villainy. That's why. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. Out here in L.A., there's actually a place right on Hollywood why? Boulevard that's themed after the cantina called Scum and Villainy. And it's that's a good awesome. little it's a fun little spot. That's fun. Yeah. I mean, this universe being out for 40 plus years just just ingrained in your brain throughout generations probably was the first time that i heard those words at such a young age <laughs> it's probably your first race rebel scum <laughs> you're scum what does that mean i don't know <laughs> it's a twap <laughs> it's a I call a bad feeling. <laughs> Is this why I haven't been allowed on your podcast in a long time? <laughs> this is exactly why we appreciate you being on it. Because uh, we, we've gotten way off track. We're still talking about Star Wars. I don't know what you're talking about. We can this co- The conversation, the, the feedback ended about 10 minutes ago. Now this is just like... <laughs> What's up, y'all? This is uh, what a conversation between the three of us is like. <laughs> yup. Oh, my gosh. Yup. 
<laughs> I'm like, there's more. There's no more to say on that topic. It's just laughter and crying. <laughs> if you're still with us, thank you for this. Uh, on that note, um, beyond the Bifrost source pages, a reading collective, and anything else that you can find on strandependent.com, give all of us the love. We appreciate it greatly. Give us a five star review if you love our show. Because I don't think you'd be listening to us if you didn't. So show us some love. Help us out. Help us find new people to love us and for us to love back. We appreciate the feedback. We appreciate all the support. And um, yeah, follow us on the socials. Yes, like Zuhair said, you can follow us on all of our social medias. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Animation Deliberation, and on Twitter at Animation Delib one Ms. Harry Hobbs, anything else you want to plug for the people? Um, yes, after you give Animation Deliberation a review, pop on over to Source Pages and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and you could be entered to win Scott Lang's book, Look Out for the Little Guy, which is coming uh-huh. out seriously for real <laughs> in September, and we're going to give it away to one lucky listener who gives us a great review. So, Do it. Do it. That's it from the three of us this week. (laughs) Tune in next time as T-O-O-N-I-N. As always, stay whelmed. Uh, And I'm laughing too hard to come up with a bit, so until I have better thoughts, muscle, muscle. And I just got peace out tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Animation Deliberation Podcast, a proud member of the Strandependent Network. If you would like to contact us, you can email animationdeliberationpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at animationdelib1. For this and other great shows, you can visit strandapanda.com or join the great community that is the Strandapanda Chat Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash svchat. Tune in next time, and remember, stay whelmed. <laughs>